0: And welcome to the Jackpot. Thank you for joining us on our most recent episode of the Drag Race Review with Mama Wallace. And now we have a new episode for you with the one, the only Miss Alish
1: Bakish. Hi!
0: Alish Bakareshi, hello, how are
1: you? I'm doing wonderful, how are you?
0: Good, you know, I've been doing this old thing, I've been eating my body weight (laughs) and food. Um, and yeah I've just been having a, a grand old time things are starting to loosening off things are starting to loosen off I'm, I'm <laughs> this podcast is about education and I can't even speak <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I
1: love that for you honestly yeah
0: but um yeah things are things are okay things are getting better as yes people and I've had this little thing to focus on so life's nice been good yeah. where are you currently what are you doing
1: Um, I'm currently in my bedroom I was just tidying up my room because I was going to film my YouTube videos you know I've been dabbling in the YouTube world recently started my channel
0: I've been loving lockdown has made people creative so why don't you tell the listeners today before we jump in on our topic why don't you just explain Alisha as the iconic YouTube artist
1: that you are stop no so, so yeah my name is Alishpa but my youtube name is hey dot Alushpa. and oh. I'm yeah I know and it's pretty funky I'm a lifestyle content creator so I post um, vlogs and I post I post a lot of vlogs around Edinburgh so if you want to see more of Edinburgh I do a lot of those kind of videos I'm currently doing a room transformation video and coming tomorrow on Friday is a video of me talking about my memory box. So that's going to be quite a fun video if you want to guys, if you guys want to watch that. So yeah, that's just my YouTube video, my YouTube channel. I
0: will link that in the host of this podcast so that people can you know explore some new content because there's been a lot of I've been really struggling to read in lockdown because there's so much happening yes. online at the moment which is interesting creative and just overload in general of good and bad mm. so like I think yeah we've got to explore it's for the good I'm just realizing right now that uh-huh. pretty much everybody that's been on this podcast so far has been a water sign
1: Am I a water sign?
0: You're a Scorpio, like me.
1: I didn't, <laughs> I don't know anything about signs.
0: Okay, so <laughs> our first guest was Olivia, who's a Pisces. Yana was a Pisces, Olivia was a Pisces, Robbie was a Cancer, Berenica was a Cancer, um, and you're a Scorpio. So that's five water signs, and then uh, Mum was a Pisces too.
1: D- does then... it mean something?
0: Well, it just means that my friends are very similar to me they're quite creative people quite emotional people okay um I say water signs some people might say psych ward I mean
1: <laughs> I see I see
0: and then we've had one um Virgo and two Capricorn that was the Leah and Hannah and Louise okay
1: okay I honestly don't know what any of that means but I'll but keep... for the
0: viewers that do they might say that <laughs> yes the viewers the listeners and now
1: i know too now i'm more informed about my signs but today
0: we're talking <laughs> about education and after hearing me blether on like that you might be wondering what makes me or alishpa so qualified to be talking <laughs> well in fact we're not qualified so yeah, <laughs> bear that in mind during this podcast but um yeah me and alishba are both currently studying primary education at Queen Margaret University um or as it's affectionately known we're <laughs> Margaret University
1: yes it's a absolutely wonderful uni very underrated especially com- overlooked by Edinburgh Uni but we should be the top tier to be honest
0: like you see all these TikToks and it's like uh, uh,
1: you never see us you never see Queen you market. never see Queen- I watched the whole thing and like maybe maybe we'll be here because they're always like <laughs> people who go to this uni are like, and I'm like, what am I like? I will never know. But (laughs) the thing is,
0: anybody that comes to Queen Margaret realises that we are such a riot.
1: Oh, yeah, I know. I know. We're just, I I think, like, I think it's because, like, we're such a small uni and, like, there's so little of us. We just, everyone knows each other because, like, you know everyone, so it's less awkward, I feel
0: uni life is very very good at Queen Margaret and our course in particular so we are the guinea pig year the first year <laughs> um we'll always have that the premier year yes. um of primary teaching at Queen Margaret University um and how have you been finding our course so far
1: I mean I absolutely love it like I think it's such a good course and I have other friends who are doing primary teaching at other unis and from what I've heard, sorry, our our course beats them, like, honestly, yeah. so much. Just the fact that, like, our course so m- focuses so much more on practical, like, hands-on approaches to learning rather than just us sitting in, like, lectures, like, as we've done FOLA and sign language and our placement as well, doing community placement before the teaching, like, school placement yeah. was, oh, it was an amazing experience for me, especially. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think they do like a good balance of everything. So Definitely. I think that what I like about Green Market is they're never looking specifically at one approach. So yes. you read in psychology or um, education studies about specific approaches, but then you'll do something else in like the more practical elements, such as like outdoor learning, fola, sustainability. Mm. Um, and you know, you're never looking at it from just one so perspective so hopefully that from this course more all-rounded teachers
1: are created. A hundred percent and I do find it quite interesting how like everything links though so if we were to speak about outdoor learning in the lecture and then we're actually able to use what we've learned uh, practically in like full art and stuff which I think is quite cool so it's not just you're not just learning the theory behind it, you're learning how to actually practically use that knowledge and information,
0: yeah, I just feel like they're really forward thinking and they're trying yeah. to never look at just one approach like each approach is flawed and has positives, do you know hundred percent yeah we're constantly looking at like why people think it's beneficial, why people think it's not beneficial if a piece of legislation in education isn't working or a approach or the curriculum for excellence. Like, why isn't it why does it work? Why doesn't it? You know, like we're never blaming one person. We're never saying one approach is the only approach. Exactly. Like a, a whole host of things and realizing that it's like a collective um salad bowl.
1: Oh, hundred percent. I think yeah, I think that's definitely what make, like makes us stand out in a sense. Like we're always there looking one's... from every single angle
0: and that links into the whole um approach which is quite current in education at the moment Garth Beck, getting it right for every child yeah where like you have to have a, a um tool belt of approaches if you're going to be getting it right for each individual child you know there there isn't just one sole approach that works for everybody and i think in the past education has been like that and it's slowly developing and getting that balance is something that you know it's it's striving to do but I think having a course like the one at Queen Margaret University where it's opening students eyes to a multitude of ways that they can get it right for every child is really what's going to help impact.
1: Oh 100% I think it's so important because there isn't just one way to teach um, a child every child's learning journey is different I think it's important that we know how to approach that and how to ensure that we are like delivering the best level of education we can for every child yeah, yeah so
0: like for example as we said learning about different approaches and analyzing them yeah. kind of objectively but also you know we do um british sign language we have each gained uh what we've gained a qualification which one
1: is it i think it's level two i think yeah i think
0: um, yeah. we've we've gained a qualification in bsl um and you know I've already I got to use that on my um community placement uh a child with hearing impairment you know and mm-hmm. I was able to um like with the small amount of sign language I knew I could see the difference already oh, 100% how reacted to me so like imagine like keeping studying that
1: exactly see I think it's just so amazing um, like as that child to have someone who um, they can communicate with is must be just so nice. And I think it should be a, a compulsory thing to be honest because as, as a teacher, it's important that we are able to communicate with all our students. And it's such a good, like for example, I was able to use it at my work actually. I was able to speak, speak to a customer in sign language, which was great. And you could see like the smile that was on their face that someone took the time to learn their language. So yeah, it I just think it's a really good learning.
0: thing in a learning environment anyway yeah like, it makes it more accessible if yeah they feel that they can trust someone who is like speaking to them in their language you know exactly
1: 100 percent, 100 percent. and
0: i just really like the kind of all-round inclusive approach that queen margaret has actually in a whole load of its courses you know like it's very um rooted in equality equity inclusivity. Yeah you know there's a large representation of um lgbt plus Uh um and it's just got a really good inclusive kind of town feel to it like hometown kind of
1: yeah and it just feels safe it just feels safe it's really really nice and especially the union as well i just feel like yeah we're just like a whole like big little community and it's just nice that like we can everyone's always willing to help you out and you're never like what's the word yeah I feel like you just never feel left out because there's always someone there willing to like listen and help you out or anything like that
0: yeah so I mean whilst this course has been great and I'm so excited for second year like the challenges that COVID will throw away. and oh god placements (laughs) and just getting back into uni life which has honestly been such a highlight for me um but like why did you apply to primary education like what made you want to do teaching
1: um honestly I wanted to be a teacher since I was in primary school myself I, it's just always been I've just always loved teaching people like little things and I used to always be like a classroom assistant and then and I also in primary I was I'm very badly bullied as well and there wasn't a very good support system out there um, for me in that sense. There was like, it was always just the head teacher being like, just both apologize to each other. And I was like, I'd, I'm the one getting bullied. Why am I saying sorry? But I thought that if I became a teacher, I could be there for those kids who didn't have anyone and who were getting bullied and try and instill oh, like better practice in yeah. the teaching environment. Because I feel like, I had to almost fend for myself and it wasn't it wasn't nice and I shouldn't have I shouldn't have had to go through it and if there was a better support system out there it could have been stopped it could have been stopped because it never was stopped so yeah that's probably the main reason I want to be a teacher and I have just always enjoyed it I've always liked helping people and I've surprisingly I've actually kept to it all these years later and here I'm at uni and I love it and I'm so happy that I did choose it but what about you why did you choose it why did you choose teaching?
0: Well, well, I went on kind of a long journey because when I was, like, a younger kid, I remember, like, really wanting to be a teacher. I wrote out registers in my book of, like, random kids' names. I would bring, like, the children up the stairs <laughs> to class. Yeah, had lesson plans. And, like, and then because I was quite creative, people said to me that I, like, oh, you're going to be famous, oh, you're going to be this, you're going to be, like, above the rest. People mm. did, like, you know, inflate my head a little bit. Yeah. Um, and so I thought that teaching, you know, being such a job that is so accessible to us, because everybody has a teacher, um, it's something so accessible and so almost common. Yeah. I thought it was, like, not, not um, <laughs> niche enough almost. Yes. Yeah so like I was like oh I'm going to be an actor I'm going to be famous I'm going to be like something that's like more advanced and then I kind of realized that like this ideology of like more advanced or whatever was ridiculous and whilst I had a real passion for creativity and acting it wasn't something that I wanted to pursue as a career Mm -hmm. so then I went like on a path of oh yeah I want to be like a pediatric nurse and then I want to do this <laughs> and I like definitely realized that I wanted to talk with children and then I think it got to a point in like fourth year fifth year when I was like why am I not being honest with myself I literally in the way that I view life I yeah view, like, a teacher's perspective and obviously a teacher's perspective is different right definitely all teachers are different but for me I felt like the way that I viewed things when I was getting taught a lesson I always thought oh um how would I teach that or when it, I would just have ideas all the time about teaching things to other people like things that I liked doing how would I teach that like creative things that I enjoyed or anything that I enjoyed about life I'd be like oh I could include this in a cool lesson idea and then I'd be like oh that's a shame I don't want to be a teacher though and then I was like (laughs) I love that So obvious (laughs) I want to be a teacher and I'm like almost almost suppressing it and yeah and I think I'd always worked with kids and it'd been one of the highlights I'd been a young leader at clubs I'd been an assistant director at junior youth theater and then I just perceived that more and more in primary schools and summer camps and I just realized that like the joy that children get from me and the joy that I get from children is mm. honestly unmatchable like yeah. I have never regretted or felt like you know couldn't be bothered going to work with children like it's always just so so exciting and fresh and yeah. like um it just brings me so much happiness and you know I hope I bring happiness to them as well I just I felt like I had a natural knack for it I felt like
1: I was on the same level no 100% and I think it's a very fulfilling job but to be honest though I understand where you're coming from in the sense of um feeling feeling like you shouldn't be a teacher because of the press I guess in a sense that it's like an easy career it's an easy job and stuff when to be honest it's very much the opposite of that it's extremely hard and it's and because if you think about it, we're responsible for giving these kids like their first part of like education, like teaching them how to count, like teaching them how to write and and all like the basic ground um learning that they, and if they don't have that, they can't go into further education and further like their life, if that makes sense. So I don't understand yeah. why people have a misconception that teaching is like, oh, it's a walk in the park because <laughs> like, it's not.
0: And I think like Tim Minchin says at one point that everybody should be a teacher. And I kind of agree. Like, I think honestly, at some point teaching is such a valuable thing that you can like give something that you've learned onto somebody else. And I think that this reputation that it does have that, oh, it's just something easy, accessible. Everybody's a teacher. It's something you see on a pamphlet. It's like, just like nine to five. Um, and when in reality the cl- the more you see and the more you learn that's not the case and it's che- teaching's always changing and adapting there's so much that I still haven't learned like this time last year I was on a summer camp um and I loved that summer camp of was seven weeks it was working Yay. with kids all over the world ages eight to sixteen But the stuff that I learned in those seven weeks and then the stuff that I learned on my placements, you know, the way that I work with children now and the way that I did last year, while, of course, a lot of it is the same, like, my approach is still changed tenfold, you know, I'm constantly learning. um, And I think that that is, like, so important. I think it's encouraged as well, like, we market that, you know, it's a two-way street, learning with your class and being a teacher. And I think we're often told that teaching as a career but also as a course is not that difficult yeah when in reality while parts of it are really fun and enjoyable and refreshing there's a lot of intensity and difficulty that comes with not just placements working with a variety of kids with different backgrounds sometimes heavy you know things going on exactly but also just like the course right like we're doing multiple degrees in one I know
1: I know I know it can be really heavy and it's a big responsibility and just understanding the whole GERFIC situation as well, like realizing that, you know, you are responsible to make sure every child is receiving the best quality of education. It's a lot of pressure, but I think it's also a really amazing opportunity. And um, it's a great, I think it's a great responsibility in a sense because where we've been given that um. Opportunity and that chance to make a difference in a kid's life, and I think that's really special, honestly. And it's worth all that hard work and that stress and the last-minute essay writing as well.
0: Yeah, I agree. I really do. And like the the bond that you have with children, oh, and hundred, it's, yeah, it's really something so valuable. And you definitely. know, definitely, I've really had some amazing relationships with all sorts of children you know as as a teacher that have really taught me a lot in yeah. my profession and I just can't wait to kind of learn more and do more like uh, I just it really speaks to me as a person It it's a really good outlet for my personality for my it's like everything that I love in one thing it's like the creative side you know the yes. places, decorating your classroom art, <laughs> exactly like, that. like put, it's almost it's not like this it's not as simple as this but it's you're putting on a performance you're putting on a show you're yeah you're, you're making teaching accessible in a performative way so that people are find what you're teaching them accessible and interesting and you know there's a performance element to it and there's also an academic element to it and there's a um you know learning element to it so everything that I love in life is like embodied in teaching
1: no a hundred percent like it's just, it's, yeah, it's got everything, hasn't it? Like, yeah, it's literally got everything. It's it's so great. I think it's so fun. And I feel like every working day will be different and every year will be different because you've got this new set of kids, there'll be new curriculum and like every lesson is exciting. And often, even though you're teaching, you often learn a lot of stuff yourself from the kids and stuff. So I I think it's, it's just such a, an amazing career and an amazing job. Like, yeah. It's and I really so can hold
0: on to that onto that passion because yes. I do love it so much, definitely I same. I have to keep loving it,
1: oh, hundred percent hundred percent well, I feel like if i've if I've like wanted to be a teacher for what nearly like over ten years now, I feel like uh-huh. I should be safe, I should be safe, and I've done so much work work experience as well, and I've loved every second of it, so I don't see why it would be a fleeting. Job, I think. But I feel
0: like there's that attitude again, not just out with schools, but in schools. People are constantly telling you. Like I've been constantly on like placements. People being like, "Oh, get out while you can."
1: Oh yeah. You're you're
0: not. You've not like. Oh, you'll you'll you're passionate now, but you'll hate it. Oh, like honestly like there's so much negativity surrounding people being teachers like it's not enticing at all you have to really want to do it because yeah. people are constantly telling you in all different directions teachers themselves society anybody that it's just some like horrible career where you're like overworked underpaid and like there's not one shred of enjoyment and you know there there is definitely improvement to how teachers are perceived and Um, how they're treated by the like public sector and stuff Mm. but I think that like you should be enticing people into a really positive career and not telling them that if they show an interest you should be wanting to
1: encourage them
0: while giving them a realistic view on what the job is you can still encourage somebody
1: exactly I think I've heard the like phrase um you want to be a teacher (sighs) good luck like so many times right (laughs) and you're like uh okay (laughs) okay it's like and it's often from people
0: who are like still teachers themselves if you hate it so much why are you teaching children
1: right it's so bizarre and do you know what it actually affects the children i can um i can remember so many teachers who didn't enjoy their job but then it reflected on how they would teach which in turn affected the kids um education because if you're not enjoying what you're teaching and what you're putting out then how are the kids supposed to enjoy it and how are they supposed to learn anything so
0: and literally this leads us on to a topic that we're going to talk about is a lot of people fall back on teaching because of this idea that it's just some second rate career that like is easy and accessible to everybody and whilst you know i'm not going to judge anybody for like doing a career when you know they need money and stuff but when it's Hmm. so impacting on children and their future like people remember what teachers have said a 100 percent. there is a pressure we all have off days and as teachers there's a pressure as well that you know if you say something or do something that impacts a child negatively that that will stay with them
1: exactly it can be really impactful and I don't think they realize that and especially with the um, option of that postgraduate degree, which allows you to become a teacher within a year. It's just another, to them, it's almost like an, another easy gateway for for a job, but they don't realise, yeah, how much of an impact they have with their teaching and how much of a big responsibility comes with being a teacher. So I don't know how I, I personally don't know how I feel about feel about that. And I think it is because of, the misconceptions and the bad press we get as teachers that people think it is just a fallback job
0: and I want to clarify Mm -hmm. I think that people can do another job first before coming a teacher yeah definitely like you can still want to be a teacher but have done something before like I I'm not saying that you can't unless you know you have to do the teaching first or you're not going to be a good teacher. I'm not seeing that. I think what I'm seeing, and I, I'm sure you're seeing something similar, mm-hmm. is that it's about the intention of why you want to get into No, exactly. 100%. If your intention is just to like, oh, it's. it's not, I can't think of anything else. It's like really easy. And, you know, I'll make a quick buck.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: You, you really question like the impact that can have negatively on children within your classroom. And like on you as well like if you don't want to be there then like it's not going to make you happy and I think that like there's a lot of that that goes on with people falling back on teaching because oh well there's three great things about being a teacher holidays (laughs) holidays and holidays
1: (laughs) no 100% I think yes I think it's all about intention like what's your intention going into the teaching like world is it to impact a child's future or is it yeah, so you can get holidays, which is not what it is about at all. <laughs> <I know. laughs> can and you imagine? I'm trying
0: not to, trying not to judge people because people yeah. want to speak to you in different directions, but I think when it impacts on children so much and it affects their learning experience.
1: Exactly, because then... it's not just about you. It's not In that situation, in that career, it's not just about you. Um, yeah. And that's what I, I think it... we get, that's what's important.
0: And if teaching didn't have the reputation of being so second rate, then maybe people wouldn't see it as an option to just fall back on.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Like you would never just fall back on like law. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, yeah, I feel like I'm just going to become a, law- a lawyer now. <laughs> do you yeah. mean? Like, because it, it has a really high repu- reputation. But because, you know, as a lawyer, you've got like a massive responsibility of, um, what's the word? well with law and stuff like all that law yeah. stuff um but it should be the same I think it should be the same thing with teaching because you too we have a really big responsibility and um, with kids futures and stuff so why does it not hold the same high reputation as something like law does
0: yeah and then there is a, a lot of people are against postgrad like how do you feel personally about the whole undergrad versus postgrad because for those of the listeners that don't know um in teaching you can either do a four year undergraduate in Scotland um at or you can do a one year postgraduate including placements including essays including approaches you know in <laughs> one year and that's not one full year that's one university year so that's from september to like may
1: yeah i i honestly like again like each to their own but like as as someone who's doing the four year course, it's not even just about like, "Oh look look, I'm having to put more work in but it's, I physically don't understand how you can in one university year you can gain the all that knowledge and information for to become a teacher. It doesn't make sense. How can you fit four years of work into one year? Does that make sense like i just don't I don't understand yeah. how where like because there's so much to know there's so much to learn there's so much to improve on and you're doing it in a year and then you're responsible to like teach children I just don't get it personally I just don't just do the four years just do the four years (laughs)
0: yeah I know but I think like encouraging people to get into teaching is a good thing and you know having it shorter does make it more accessible for people who maybe you know, don't have the time or the money to be doing another four-year degree on top of a degree Mm -hmm. before. Um, So I I get why that is a a, should be a good option. However, I don't think you can have such a short postgrad when there's already such a reputation of teaching being an easy fallback.
1: But that's, yeah, that's what I don't understand because if there is this, yeah, so if there's like two, there's two options, right? You can either do the full undergraduate degree four years for teaching or you can do the one year degree but then it's thinking why does why does one exist if there's the other does that make sense like why and then it's it's almost it's also quite confusing in the sense of when we graduate a postgraduate teacher holds the same qualifications as an undergraduate but we worked four years to get to where they did in one year I just don't, I just don't understand how, how do I understand how that's fair, personally.
0: I don't know. I think it's this argument that we also had done and it's higher education. Is it like as necessary as people yeah. mm-hmm. indoctrinate or say? hmm I think it's all about the entry level. So, how are they screening people to get into the postgrad? Is it just mm. do you have a relevant two one? Yes, come in the door. We need teachers, <laughs> or is it looking at the experience that they have with children? Is it looking at the intention? Is it how are they screening for it?
1: That's a good point. I think
0: it has to be a rigorous screening process for them to qualify in one year and i don't know i can't say maybe it is i mean they do a home economics postgrad at um queen margaret
1: yeah no that's true that's a good point i never i never really thought about it in that way maybe they do look at what previous experience they have with working with kids and stuff yeah but yeah because it can be as simple as it is to get into the under well it's not that simple to get into undergraduate either but i would assume that it's harder and that there's like interviews and whatnot like presentations and stuff
0: yeah i think that i would have in order for me to kind of support the postgrad not yeah. that my <laughs> backing is going to make any difference right? to whether it exists or not but i think that there has to be surely a rigorous process because it's not fair when these teachers qualify either because these teachers could have lots of potential but if there isn't like a rigorous not just screening process but like course that prepares them effectively hmm then when they arrive even if they could be like the you know the best thing since sliced bread as a teacher <laughs> they're getting thrown in at the deep end arguably exactly. but then I don't I don't know the course well enough maybe it does prepare them but then I've spoken to people who are working in schools and they say that when they get a postgrad student it's very difficult to kind of catch them up on everything.
1: really well i'm not actually i don't know what i'm saying really i'm not surprised because but, i mean that
0: might not be everyone's opinion other people might think that like the four years is too long
1: but jack think like just thinking it's one year that we've done how much have we learned but then also how much have we still got to learn And how many questions do we still have and how many experiences have we not had yet Yeah. Do do you mean like that's that's all? That's the only reason I've got my opinions because of what I've experienced in my first year of uni. If this is all I had, and I had to go into and like be a teacher now, I don't think I'd be. I don't think I'd be properly prepared.
0: Yeah, but I do think there is definitely a thing of like there should be other ways that people can get into careers and jobs other than higher education whilst i think somebody needs to be qualified why is the only way that somebody can be qualified is through a degree because i'm sorry there is so many people that i see at schools who maybe have children or who maybe um you know have just like not got the best grades at high school but who have worked in schools and like know, like arguably in a lot of ways how to be teachers better than some of the teachers do See, this is is... they are like not seen with the same respect or are not allowed to pursue further. Yeah. Because like the higher education and university is seen as the only way. Like surely there has to be a way where people can work from the bottom up in learning on the job. Like surely percent Like if you can pass a like if you are capable of doing the job. And even if you can pass some sort of test which proves that, mm.
1: then
0: surely you can. You should be able to gain a qualification which puts you at the same level as someone who's just done it in a different way. I feel like there is a lot of pressure on higher education. But, and I love, higher education was the way for me. I, currently I'm at university. I love it. Yeah. I will, fingers crossed, get my degree. And, you know, that will be the way for me. But I think other people, that's not the way that they learn or that's not been the way that's, worked for them at that time and getting it right for every child getting it right for every person exactly like...
1: no definitely I think it's a really really good point and it's something I've spoken about I don't know if I've spoken to you about it before but I've always thought like with teaching especially and I'm sure with a lot of other careers qualifications from like um early education like such as like high school and stuff I don't know why they hold such a massive um, importance as for for example while i know obviously it's important that you have like a basic a basis, a basic education to become a teacher it's more important that you have social skills because there's being there's being um what's the word okay there's two there's two there's being socially intelligent and then like intellectually intelligent right but you can be the, you can get straight a's and be super like educated but have zero social skills you can't be a teacher if you don't have any social skills, but I feel like a lot of unis, not naming any Glasgow only focus on <laughs> they only focus on grades and I'm like, but you're not taking into consideration that to be a teacher you need to have the right personality, have the right mindset, the right morals, have all those different things, and they just think nope grades, you need like straight A's How does that make is sense? why?
0: This is why Queen Margaret University is the best, because no other university in the entirety of Scotland besides Queen Margaret University looks at your personal statement to the same degree that they look at your grades. They'll do a screening process where if you meet the grades requirements, they will eventually look at your personal statement. Mm. But besides Queen Margaret University, there is no other university in Scotland that looks at your personal statement and judges you on your character. Exactly. Character that will will ha- that will be in a classroom that will be interacting with children, that judges your experience, your knowledge yes. on the career that you're going <laughs> into. At the same level as, right, I got two A's of B and a C prior. Mm-hmm. I'm very happy with that. Yeah. I'm not saying it's a complete testament to my knowledge, but I worked very hard and I'm very happy. And I think it's a good base point that I will go on and develop my skills academically. However, I got a C at National Five Mass. I worked hard to get that C. It took me um, one reset to get, like I had to do it in fifth year. I mm-hmm. got that C. But equally, I'd done well in all of my other subjects. I got like five A's at National Five, and um, you know, I I my, I was happy with my higher grades. Yeah. I had a plethora of experiences in schools, at summer camps, at junior youth years, way more than a whole host of people that I knew. Definitely, yes, I was declined from every other uni but Aberdeen because I didn't have a be at national
1: bank mass i think that's i think that's ridiculous to be honest because yeah as you just um listed all the experience you've had and all the different um things you've done which clearly showcase your passion for teaching and the experience that you have but yet because you have don't have a single and you have you do you pass okay and it's always something you can improve on in the future why is it that Being an end all of if you can get into uni to be a teacher i don't understand i think
0: think also you're asking primary teachers to be able to teach a variety of subjects and have the passion for working with kids you're not going to be able to take all of those boxes i'm not going to be able to be good at science drama math english like all at the same level of perfection. You know, They're exactly. wavering skills, but it's about the passion to teach, the passion of learning, and having a good base knowledge in all of those subjects. And if they looked at my personal statement and they saw my experience and then decided that they thought there was candidates better than me, that's just how the cookie crumbles. I'm not saying I'm the best candidate yeah. mm-hmm. for teaching. Like, I would like to think I am, but I'm not <laughs> so arrogant to think that, like, there's nobody better than me. Yeah. However... I felt I was unfairly not being judged on my ability but on one grade and I've proved in my first year that I am more than capable of doing a primary teaching degree
1: you know what I mean definitely 100% I agree completely I think maybe it's because in the past grades were really important but times have changed so much and there's things like apprenticeships and all those kind of different routes you can get to the same job as others. Like, why do we still hold grades at, to such a high place as we used to? Because everything's changed, so why is that not changing too? Yeah, and I
0: think ultimately it's this thing of higher education and universities are a business.
1: Oh, a hun- yeah, sorry. And whilst I understand
0: like... that, there needs to be a balance because if the public sector, primary teaching, education is crying out. For more teachers, or people are saying that the level of education compared to other countries is not competent, then you need to address mm. it at the root problem, which is people who are. Studying and qualifying to be teachers, and if the people that aren't passionate or interested or doing the job are they're not able to access the qualification that allows them to be a teacher, then you will not get the exactly. same caliber of teachers. I'm not saying people that don't have good grades can't be good teachers as well. There's people smarter than me yeah. on paper that are just as good a teacher as me. You know, I, I'm just saying exactly. that, that yeah. T- yeah. it's not the only factor that qualifies a teacher. I know people that. You know, don't on paper wouldn't like the universities wouldn't look twice, but you know, could arguably be, be better than me because they've had longer experience mm. in schools in their chosen path, and there needs to be something said for that. Otherwise, you're not going to get the same caliber of teaching, and I think it, that's just it. Seems like a given, but it's not happening, and that I think is having mm. a damaging effect on education, and yeah, also hundred and potentially my no. potential as a teacher i easily could have not got into a teaching course and i believe that i yeah. deserved a place you know
1: definitely you know. well look i mean queen margaret thought so because we rule and we're the best and that's why queen
0: margaret is gonna um, be the, in my opinion the one to watch and after a few years once they found their footing and really have a because you know another thing that i loved about the queen margaret university course is that they um were open about the fact that this was their first year and there were going to be not mistakes yeah, but there was exactly. going to be things that didn't quite go to plan because it was the first year of them trying new things and it was very people-led there was a strong people voice because we're the ones that are experiencing it you know so youth-led people-led people voice that's how you the voice of the child these
1: exactly is
0: important and they listened and I think you know as it progresses Queen Margaret University is looking for teachers who are more than just a piece of paper who like want to impact who have the passion that you know I just believe that you can teach academic but you can't teach interpersonal skills the same way
1: no a hundred percent I completely agree and I think yeah I think just the whole approach with Queen Margaret is just great and I also think it's quite exciting that we are like the first year and we will be the first um ones to like graduate from this course and I think we're going to be some really impactful teachers with like new knowledge and a new approach to teaching for the 21st century are we still in 21st century yeah. yes. yes we are yeah we are yeah good to
0: know yeah I really really, I think we've made some good
1: points there I've got to admit yeah I think dude we're on a roll All- Roll, <laughs> me like in the background, just looking at mirrors in IKEA. <laughs> I love that. But I think that we education
0: love that. is such an important thing, and it really should be accessible to all. And it's changing, and there's yes. laws in the approach, but it's such a valuable thing to to getting out. And I mean, I don't know. Do you have anything else to say? I'm just in all of the course i swear they're not paying us to do this
1: <laughs> yeah no we're like this episode is sponsored um, by queen
0: margaret. honestly we uh, the majority of people on our course that i've spoken to um do feel the same way
1: oh 100 percent. i think like and it's the fact that we're also like-minded people like queen margaret says we have clearly like um sat down and thought about who they're letting on to this course and we're all just as passionate as each other and it, it, it is really just an amazing course and I think we're I think we're going to change some life <laughs> we're going to change some young people
0: minds people are like, oh shut up <laughs> yeah, right? you
1: young? just want the holidays
0: what is, what is it that people always say oh good luck
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> trust me you will not be seeing this in a few years <laughs>
0: Maybe, maybe you know, there's, I think I'm aware that, like, teaching isn't, like, a uh, walk in the park already. How yeah. could I think that when it's, like, I've been arguing for the fact that it is intense, you know?
1: Exactly, we are, we are aware, we are, we don't be like, it's all sunshine and rainbows, we gotta, like, do crafts with kids every day, like, we know there's struggles, like there is with any other job, but why should that, why should that um deter us yeah because we're, we're not doing the job because it's easy we're doing it because we want to make a positive impact in society like yeah. get your priorities straight guys yeah
0: i think there's always going to be changes in jobs which are positive and negative like when we start teaching fast forward 10 years mm-hmm. teaching will be different because the way that children learn um, is always changing because of their external learning influences. This is something we've learned about in the course, but because of the technological era and digital participation, teaching is having to adapt because of the external influences that children learn from. Things that you wouldn't think they would learn from, but participating in online gaming, social media, yeah. these are all sources of education. Twitter is arguably though bias of course could be just as formative as the news for me nowadays days like i get so much 100 oh, a,
1: a lot of drama but too. information too yeah, a
0: lot of drama <laughs> but at the same time you know these are the type of things that teachers are up against
1: exactly and we're the young we're like the young generation like we're all cool we know what's going on we know how to work technology i mean eventually
0: we won't be but i know that
1: <laughs> don't say that jack and I'm, David, I'm
0: always that. Adapting, and I'm aware of that and I think that's what makes it such an interesting <laughs> career
1: no 100% no I, I completely agree I think it's it's yes yeah, constantly changing and we're constantly adapting but it's, that's what makes it exciting and that's what makes it so worthwhile and so fulfilling so what do
0: you want to do with your teaching degree that we both hopefully get me and Alicia have said to each other you've heard it here we'll, we'll play oh, yeah. this again at graduation but me and Alicia both want the first class honours <laughs> we're gonna
1: study for. um jack we don't want yeah. them we're going oh, to get yeah. them
0: a uh, growth mindset
1: <laughs> yes thank you <laughs> manifest but yeah my ultimate dream is to become a head teacher hopefully mark that's a dream um obviously like i, I remember talking to chris about it which is one of our lecturers by the way for the listeners Um, And I was just saying how I want to be a head teacher. And he says, well, make sure that you really milk, you know, just being a normal teacher for as long as possible. Because if your only goal is to be a head teacher, then are you in it for the right reasons? And I was like, whoa. But I think that's just like the end goal. Like, obviously, I, I want to first be like a normal teacher. And then if I end up being a head teacher, that's cool. But maybe that's not the path I'm supposed to go on. And what's meant for me won't pass by me. Yeah. And I live by that. I think
0: my goal <laughs> is once I've done my probation year, which I hope to do in Glasgow, like I want to live in Edinburgh, but I really want to be like, mm-hmm. you know, it depends on what I see in my places, but I'd quite like to go to a different city to teach. Once I've done my probation year, I want to kind of travel around Europe for a bit and then eventually yeah, you settle said that. in like a French speaking country and see what, um, teach, maybe I don't know, teach them English or just... To take up primary teaching jobs in Europe international schools seeing different approaches in different countries maybe going to Finland for a little bit and seeing the different approaches there just like bettering my craft and understanding and impacting different people and you know growing and learning and understanding and then hopefully yeah this would be the dream to eventually get to a point where I could create my own like charity maybe or like you know works with um a specific like j- just children in general i don't know in what setting but like children in some no. degree mm-hmm. um and this charity would, would then could fund like a summer school um or a in- international school or like have my own school or summer camp where children can come and learn and like do like a whole host of things and uh, basically like from what I've learned what Mm -hmm. what I've learned like practicing and what (laughs) I've learned over the years I could embody in this school and like teach through the different methods like outdoor learning forest schools um international school ethos um and just all of that you know creative art therapy things like that embodying that into the education um over maybe a, a summer school or a um full-time school and yeah I could I, do, I don't know how that will come to be and that's years and years in the future but I just want to keep on growing in terms of like learning about how to teach in different ways I think that's the the goal and you know I might not always be a classroom teacher forever but I definitely want to work with kids for a very very long time
1: and yeah no I think that's I think it's an amazing um dream and I definitely also want to dabble in teaching abroad i think that'll be very interesting it'll be a completely different experience to teaching here i've always thought of doing um it in dubai actually so that's something i might look into but i've i remember you first telling me about the um opening up your own school and i think you could do it honestly like if you have the passion and the drive for it i don't see what could stop you it's a really like a lovely idea as i'm well. really
0: not in a rush to do it i want to be in a place where like
1: yeah you're like as soon as I graduate like, I
0: want to be in a place where I'm like <sighs> right this is like the kids of it that... like I did a placement at um children's parliament and this really like got this idea off the ground and children's parliament are a kind of organization that works with children um who are disengaged from education or or you know um Mm -hmm. are struggling or you know for 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 whatever reason they're disengaged from education there's multiple reasons why children can be disengaged from education but children's parliament gives them a chance to like work in a different way in in learning and being with other people and having their own voice heard and like it just like i thought that was so interesting and the way that they approach things they do loads of different projects around scotland um and it's like very youth-led and it's very similar to the stuff that we've learned on our course and um, mm-hmm. I think that the fact that they were helping the children in that way in a kind of unorthodox way as well you know finding the children that weren't always picked for the the group task or the you know the group trip or whatever and taking them out and yeah. giving them a chance to shine and hearing their voice as well and working on different projects and getting them engaged again in a form of education I thought I would no 100% I would love to like have a charity that was similar to that but maybe based around working with LGBT children who are like excluded, elixir- yeah. or you know children who have learning difficulties or, or things like that you know and I, I I don't know where that like will lead but some sort of organization working with children um and yeah having my own kind of summer camp that can inspire them and like just be a really fun learning environment i would love that
1: no i think that's amazing like i really do think that's uh um a great idea and i i hope that you're able to do that because i think you can do it like i think you can do anything be honest um if you put your mind to it i don't see why yeah. not and i i think it's just exciting to see where we go and if we have the same if we have the same dreams and the same aspirations when we graduate because obviously we still have three years to go we have a we haven't completed our journey just yet so I I look forward to maybe even just like looking back at this like podcast or like earlier um, thoughts that I had about teaching and stuff and seeing how they have changed and adapted once I do graduate yeah that's
0: so interesting it'll be so fun to look back at this in like yeah a couple of years which honestly are going to fly in like I can't believe first year's over already I know it was cut short oh, but I like now we're going into second year in like a few months and I'm so excited
1: I know it's actually insane it's I know I'm buzzing I'm actually still buzzing to like just get back to uni like I, I missed learning yeah <laughs> honestly same.
0: but um Thank you so much for joining me today. We have got through a lot. I say that at the end of every podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> thank you for having me. I've had I I think we've had a lovely conversation. I was it was great. It was very insightful. I hope I. I hope your listeners thought so too. Yeah,
0: thank you for joining us and I hope that you got to see like why I love to do teaching so much. Hopefully maybe we maybe inspired some listeners who were thinking of <gasps> Maybe that fabulous. Please I would love that. Questions? Leave in the comments, or feel free to message me. And remember to follow Alicia's YouTube page. That will be in the links on Instagram and Facebook.
1: (gasps) Thank you, Jack. Very kind of you. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me, and thanks to everyone for listening in to Jack's Jackpot, the best podcast in the world.
0: You're so kind.
1: (laughs) You can use our review on your like main page. (laughs) yeah <laughs> like hey Alicia. Yeah, said that <laughs> <laughs> oh awesome well have a great day like the rest of your yeah. day i'm actually off to ikea i'm gonna film my little vlog i'm gonna film my come shopping with me home decor version oh. so I'm, i need to buy and bang a new mirror and some shelves and a rug you like? i've so. never
0: been to ikea
1: Jack, that's disgusting. Know, gonna go We're gonna have to go. We're gonna
0: have to buy stuff for my new flat.
1: Yeah, and guys, this is a this is a, only if you listen to this podcast. Well, you know this, but me and Jack may be filming a little interior design video for his new flat in August. So, Excuse if there's me. any reason to subscribe to my YouTube channel, it's hard to, that yeah, is it.
0: Heard it here first. Promo. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Right. thank you have all of your daily spa. that was fun
1: you too i will speak to you, See later. you later
0: bye
1: bye